Harlow, and you're watching Making Star Wars Show on the internet.com. And I got Rob as always, and we got a Nick from from the Bob Podcast, which is a, a, a podcast that celebrates all people named Bob across yeah across yeah. the it's the it's years. definitely not the Pompadorks podcast, <laughs> which I, I looked up. 
But no, uh, it's not. It's not a Bob's Big Boy podcast either, which is how I originally found them. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, so I try. All right, <laughs> all right. You guys all right? Today, this week is Willow week, so Willow will be coming out um, on the thirtieth. So that's that's upon us. And um, I watched the first episode again last night. Then I made a video of it that I ha- I can't obviously can't put out yet, but that will come out when the show hits. And uh, yeah, so that I mean it was a good time. I actually had fun watching it last night. So watching the first episode that is, and uh, so that will be out when the series comes. So the minute I can put it out, I'm gonna put that out. I don't know when the embargo lifts ex- exactly, but that's the minute it'll come out. So and uh, yeah, tonight also they are showing Willow in the theaters in the U.S. So if you've never seen Willow in the theater and you're bored. Uh, you could watch it on Disney Plus for free or with your account right now, but you could also go and uh, catch it in the theater if you've always wanted to and never got to. And one more thing, um, Star Wars Squadrons is free on the Epic Game Store. So if you have VR, never played it and you want to try it, just log into the Epic Game Store and uh, put it in your account. It should be zero. Buy it for zero. And then you'll have that game, and um, pretty fun to fly an X-wing in VR. The game is okay, but flying the X-wing in VR—if you've never done it and you have VR—is good. And if you plan to get VR, might want to get it just to have it in reserve as a tech demo for yourself. What that's like. But um, and then what else is going on? Okay, so our buddy Bespin Bulletin—he watched the Iger thing today for us. Bob Iger talking about Disney. They had a sort of like a surprise earnings call kind of situation of some kind. And um, a lot of it was like a lot of rumors going around. The The big rumor that was going around was that Jay Pitt cooked the books. That's what everybody was saying. He cooked the books. And um, I don't I guess that's not true or they're not owning up to it. If it was true, probably not true necessarily, but who knows? But um, the. uh bullet points from Iger's town hall were that he stands by Chapex hiring freeze for the time being. So, so they won't be hiring any, anybody they're going to, they're going to slow down on that, which makes sense when you're not in a moment of rapid growth, you don't really need to be hiring people usually. And then he walked back Chapex saying that they don't want to be political and said, they want to include LGBTQ plus actors and characters in their stories. So so when 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 um JPEG went full I live in Florida god damn it I'm going to live like I'm in Florida when he went all <laughs> when he went pure when he went pure Florida Floridian uh he's like no we're not Floridians exactly and so that's mostly good news uh, other than the fact that it had to happen at all and then he hasn't made a decision on the parks reservation system and we'll be speaking with Josh De Amaro about it. And for the record, Josh De Amaro was, if that's how you say his last name, if I'm, I hope I'm not butchering it, uh, was the one the guy who was rumored to be getting the axe, but clearly didn't get the axe. Um, or he would already, uh, I think they already did like the house cleaning stuff. So it was like the Chapek loyalist, apparently, who got who got the axe. And he's still there. So is what that is what it is. And then um, he hasn't made a decision on moving the Imagineers to Lake Nona. I don't even know what the fuck that means, you guys. I'm not going to lie. I don't know what that means, but Lake Nona, 
I say put them all there. Such a felony <laughs> name. You know? <laughs> what's that right? What's that Rob? Lake Nona is such a felony like place, you know? Like yeah. Lice Nona. Lice knowing ya. Sending you to Nona. Yeah. I like to Mona. I like Nona. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Let's get together to little smiles. Filoni believes that Nona, that Mona was the boss, right? Boss. She was my. She was my first kill. All right, yeah. that's enough. Buddy. That's, it's too much, dude. It was, I, I can't lie. It was. It was a little weird being like seven years old and into how horny Mona was. You know, I'm like, man, she's really was, horny though. She's kind of like the down thing in the '80s, right? What's yeah. her face on Golden Girls? Was yeah, promiscuous. Yeah. yeah. Do you, think, do you think Dave scissored? I think they did. Uh, <laughs> do you think Dave scissored? Like, Dave, yeah. Oh, Dave is scissored yeah. for sure. Uh, yeah. But I meant, I meant Mona and um, what I don't know. What is her? Is that's not Blanche? Is that Blanche? I can't remember all the Golden Girls names right now. But um, oh yeah, and then this was like the other thing that was really going around. No plans to be acquired, and then he dismissed the Apple merger as speculation. There was there was a lot of industry rumors that Apple was going to try to buy try and buy Disney and that they had the cash to do it, which um, was like I didn't think it was going to happen, but I was like, well, that could happen. That is a that is always possible, but and I'm glad it's not because that's actually like one of my one of my little fears about Star Wars being corporately owned is disney could be bought someday and we've always kind of looked at disney as being in the position of the acquirer not the acquired and as long as they are acquiring and things are fine we know that star wars is sort of protected but it would just be terrible if we ended up with like you know some some company owning star wars animation right. and all disney's of that, you know, the like pitcher not the catcher right yeah usually yeah yeah, yeah, yeah that's that, right. that's that's what we want. We don't want yeah, that yeah. to a to a change. Yeah. So, all right. So while while we're while we're um, you know, I don't know if Bestman realizes it, but he's kind of like like a producer on the show. Since <laughs> 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 he like takes notes and and like it's like yeah, I got this article out for you to use and stuff, which I really really appreciate. Is he's, he's a good dude. Um, he's all right. I wouldn't give him that much praise. I mean, he's except for when he you know. Tries to say like Bix is his girlfriend. And like, <laughs> She's not your girlfriend. That's not true. Stop saying that. Um, Andor creator shares various tidbits regarding season two, including deaths, time jumps, Rogue One characters, the Death Star, and more. Now, there's even more than this. I I didn't actually get to read this one yet, but I was like, hey, I know that it that if Bestman pulls it, it'll be good. So um, you could buy him a coffee. I did. I bought him a coffee. Told him here's some walk around money, and uh, you can do that too, unless you, unless you hate his guts. If you hate his guts, that's fine. But um, but he writes good articles, so I think you should if you read his site. So he says we'll begin with snippets from Gilroy's chat with Deadline, where the creator shares how the time jumps throughout the second season will work. As we've known for quite some time, season two will take place over the course of four years. So four more years, starting an entire year after the season one finale and wrapping up on the doorstep of Rogue One, a Star Wars story. 
Gilroy told Deadline the following. When we come back for our second half, it'll be a year later. An entire year will have gone on. All kinds of things will have happened and we'll pick up the show. Sometimes we'll do a week. We'll do three days. We'll do four days, whatever. And then we'll drop a year in between. The last one will be the last. I don't know what what it is. Three, four days before the beginning of Rogue One. And then our final scene has always been known, which will we'll be walking him into the first scene of Rogue One. So we will be dealing with time in a different way, but it'll be blocks of three. That'll be our principle. So, so that, that's not exactly anything totally new. Um, what Gilroy's saying here, but at the same time, good to have it reiterated. Filming has started now. So therefore, him saying this means this is what is happening. This is is not likely to like change. And it sounds like the uh, timeline is highly flexible about what those days are. I think it's like just an estimation on like how many days have gone by. We were talking yesterday and we're like, you know, when Mon Mothma leaves the Senate, that's like two years before Rogue One. So that probably puts that as a somewhere in the middle of this of this series. And in my estimation, I'm not sure I'm or my prediction is we don't get the rebel scene recreated. What we get is the decision for the rebel scene. The actions that lead to the decision of what she's about to do, I think is will likely but what will be what we get. And we won't see her go into the Senate and give her her spiel. Though it'll be like what she does. For instance, like an example would be going down to the chorus on ATM and taking out $20 million <laughs> and being like, here, Luthen, meaning like I've just effectively, I can't put this on Perrin. I can't say Perrin when it had a fucking crazy weekend canto bite with that. <laughs> like it's too much. So I I that's my that's my prediction. But we'll see. We'll see how it goes. So far, there hasn't really been any rumors. And I, and I got to say, before this, I thought I thought Cassian, he might he might put the moves on Mothma because so far that guy is is uh, he he's he's every girl on the show. Pretty much. He's like he's, he's like been like, hey, <laughs> what's going on? Right. <laughs> and uh, except for except for Dedra, because she smelled a fart and he doesn't want that. Isn't matter yet. But um. Give it time. But, yeah, give it time. <laughs> give but but time. but but then I thought about it and I was like, you know what? By the time Mothma gets to Gavin, she's got that mom bowl cut. It's really weird. When she was a mom, she was fucking smoking hot, fucking had her hair all done up, going to parties and shit. And then she gets rid of the fucking kid and gets the mom cut. She's doing it completely fucking backwards. But that's the world we live in. That's that's the world of rebellion. <laughs> All right, back to bestbinbulletin.com's article. We've known for months that each block of three episodes will represent a new year in the season, but it's interesting to hear that each block will only consist of a number of days rather than spanning weeks or months. When pressed for more details on the second season by the outlet and just how this season will handle the many moving parts in the run-up to Rogue One, Gilroy said, we will be dealing with by the time you get to Rogue One, you have the Rebel Alliance, which is a whole bunch of different disparate factions and people that have arrived at Yavin and have coalesced into what will become an organized rebellion. 
Well, we have four years to examine how difficult it is to put a revolution together, how difficult it is to become a leader, how difficult it is to be, to be a victim. But what happens to the original gangsters? What happens to the outliers? What happens to the people who were every root revolution consumes people and glorifies people and not always the people that did the thing that mattered. How do you scale up something that essentially does not thrive in sunshine? And or how do you do that? And those issues and all the chaos that is going on to be of great interest to us going forward. So, so let's like break this down a little bit. So we have Yavin coalescing into an organized rebellion. So all those people we saw in uh, Rogue One around the table who can't agree to do jack shit. So <laughs> they're going to be a bunch of complicated people. Then we have four years to examine how difficult it is to put a revolution together. So I'm going to, I mean, we got Luthen out there, right? He's out there just being a being a little little shit starter. And then we He's also just have out there framing two tubes all the time. <laughs> <laughs> it's like yeah. a fucking hobby. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it was tubes. Like no man, it's fucking <laughs> fucking sort of fucking crazy. Man. If you didn't have a lightsaber built into a stupid spaceship. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I mean, so how difficult it is to become a leader, and then okay, and then how difficult it is to become a to be a victim. Do you think this might be Bix? Because I mean, when we leave Bix, she's not right, and mm. and it's like you know how long, or d- does Bix ever go back to being the the, the woman at the start of of the show? Or you know what I mean? Does does she go? Does she go Ripley? Does she become like Kill Bill after being tortured, or does she become meek? And, simple Jack. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, mm. I mean. There's a couple of different ways it, it can be taken. I mean, one, she returns back to the normal. She be, she becomes militant and you know, sort of aggressive, or she becomes meek. I mean, those those are the three likely outcomes, and. The end of the show doesn't really give us very much other than the fact that she has hope Cassian will come for her. She thinks she believes he will. He so will. so she, there is hope there, I guess. But Perrin's the real what, victim in all of this. Oh, poor Perrin. <laughs> he's like, man, he's like, he's like, I stopped gambling. He's like, I, I, I went to I went to the to the to the meetings and everything. <laughs> you know, Look, <laughs> poor guy. All I did was fuck a yuzum just once. She'll never let you forget about it. It's bullshit. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Meg, Meg says Cassian will come for her and on her too. <laughs> Damn it, Meg. Um, but what Meg. happens to the original gangsters? Now, this is the part that is obviously this includes Luthen and I'd say Saw Gerrera. And there's a line in Rogue One when you watch it where they are sending Cassian and the, the gang to go talk to, to, to Saw. And I don't remember. I can't quote it verbatim, but the line implies they did fuck him over. The, the, the line from Mon Mothma is like, it, it, there's a bit of, I don't know, a tinge of guilt to it that things did not go fair for him. So I'm guessing that Sagarera is 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 going to be used in the season, and after he's used, 
that's when his paranoia paranoia truly like sets in. They may be responsible. What was that? It's gonna go through the roof. (laughs) Through the roof. Yeah. Through the roof, son. But um, and then what happens to the outliers? Like two tubes? He's just like, hey man, I'm here with this crazy guy. (laughs) What happens to the people who were every revolution consumes people and glorifies people? And uh yeah, so so the uh the consumed people. I yeah, I I just keep going to Saw Guerrero is the one who I just keep thinking of, of on that, but so I'm I'm curious if I'm just gravitating towards that or if Saw will have more to do this season. Because he kind of didn't need to be, if you were to revise the whole thing in hindsight, knowing that you're only going to do two seasons, I'm not sure we would have had Saw in season one. Like he kind of like it seems like they felt like they had a lot of time to 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 deal with him. And if the show was going to be five seasons. By the time filming started, they thought they were going to probably do three. So, and then they ended up just with two. So, it's one of Pevy's big nitpicks about the show. He goes, I don't I totally understand. He goes, I have no idea why Saul's in it. You can't understand them scenes whatsoever. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's all bullshit. It's yeah. All exactly. out. That's yeah, right. Just, exactly, yeah. 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 Fuck yeah. that shit. <laughs> Only keep no. what's necessary. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Trim the, trim the fat. Fuck trim all the fat. Yeah, it's too much right. stuff. Yeah. My yeah, time is them. important. Yeah, Get that's heavy. right. Yeah, I got like 28,000 episodes of Rings of Power to get through. <laughs> 876 episodes of One Piece to get caught up. We didn't fucking need Saul in there, man. It's fucking ridiculous. Yeah, when, when I listen to the Bob idiot. podcast, I love I, I, I love Pevy. I love his oh, opinions. Yeah. I love his takes. Except for when he says that Indiana Jones shit about national <laughs> treasure. That right there, oh. unsubscribed. But then, I, but then I resubscribe after I cool down a little bit. After I cool down just a little baby bit. He's a little rat. Don't worry about it. <laughs> a little rascal. <laughs> um. So, anyways, what happens to the people in? Oh, yeah. So we kind of. So, anyways, we kind of went over the whole quote. Okay. So, so Bespin goes on to write: Since the start of the series, Gilroy has been teasing that we'd see many deaths, but not many of our main cast met their maker in the first season we had marva andor whose passing sparked a rebellion on ferrix some minor supporting cast members such as um, zal ulaf salman and nurchi as well as many extras on ferrix during the finale but with season two looming the question was put to gilroy by collider if any characters from season one would die between seasons such a weird question but i guess it's you know I, I suppose if somebody wasn't don't going keep to shame frosty yeah, yeah this yeah. is like a way of getting at, at maybe if anybody just wasn't returning as an actor and if they made mm-hmm. it to season two how long will they last to which gilroy stated the following if they live and i'm not going to promise how long they live when they get to the other side but they all know that but no if they lived in the show they're alive hmm. so so nobody's going to die off off camera we won't get to next season oh no brasso had a heart attack he's not with <laughs> us anymore oops so yeah i i would actually i want to ask your guys' opinion on this we, we, we me and best were playing the Fortnite. we were we were having a conversation right and i'm like gilroy kind of embodies that gen x kind of attitude about subversion i think 
and um star wars fans don't do too well with it usually like there are a lot of them are mad at ryan johnson thinking that like what he was all about because of a quote or something but where i'm going with this is so you know at the end of the show you have you have brasso you got bix you got b2 a couple of others on that ship and they're flying yeah. out right yeah. like to to the to your average star wars fan who just watches the cartoons or has been fed on those cartoons they're like that's a new cast of a new television show that's a that's a new cartoon called bix's place you know something like that right but but i almost feel like like in putting that together i almost feel like he put that that together to take a baseball bat to it like that one guy walking dead you know, like, like I, I, I think he's gonna beat the shit out of it. I don't think he's gonna put them on there and make it all, all a big happy family. I think he's gonna make it terrible. I think he's gonna do the exact opposite of Han, Luke, Leia, or the Ghost Crew. I don't, I don't, I don't think it's gonna be swell. I don't know. You have, you have an opinion on that? Of, of what I just said, or is, is it just too abstract to, to, to fucking matter? No, that's what I um, think. That's what I figured. I, I, I don't know. Like I don't, I don't know what people. I mean, it's hard. With I, I, I never like to convince people to like something. But like mm-hmm. you know, when we're watching people, when you when you watch the series, and people are like, Andor's just not interesting to me. It just doesn't have a journey. <laughs> I'm like, he literally has Luke and Han Solo's like, uh what would you call those like inciting incident like moments that they have in those series and and he does the wrong thing each time (laughs) he does Mm -hmm. he does the opposite thing of what those guys do and he ends up right back in the same position so like you know when his mom and dad when he basically he could like stay there and i don't know fight stay fair he doesn't do that you know what i mean when he when he's like i gotta find my long lost twin sister and he gives that one up and like, like he's like hey I got my fucking money. You know what I mean? I'm not going back for my friends. I'm going to go <laughs> live out on space Ibiza. Ibiza. Your biz wax. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, like, I'm just like, I don't know, man. Like, I figure, like, when there's, like, a group of people on a ship, you're like, oh, this is the crew that'll get together. I mean... I'm, I'm don't ever aliens three it don't just be like they all die in the ship you know <laughs> yeah don't do that but you know like like if you don't i just don't see happy endings for any of them except except for bemo bemo gets gets away <laughs> gets away i i gotta say if if he gets away that's the worst fate for him because he's going to be so fucking depressed no, what, 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 do you, what do you think, Nick? Oh, you... poor guy. I'm going to do that to him. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, those people that were left on the on the ship. Maybe the daughter of Ferex woman, she might play a little bit of a role. I don't know. I'm just guessing. Maybe in his, you know. Yeah. Maybe going back to, is it a rumor that maybe going back to Ferex once or something like that? So I don't know. I just... Right. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if it's got absolutely nothing. No, if they, if they starts to show and you never see those characters again, apart from his boy, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Brasso? Brasso. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they might keep him around. Yeah. Bix, yeah. Because I mean, like, 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 what could their their fate really be? I mean, they could go, 
they could just join the uh, the uh, rebellion and they could be mm-hmm. those people that we see in the background carrying hoses and Empire Strikes Back essentially. And uh, but then I would have to to think that they would have to have some kind of outcome and stuff like that. I like and, the kid. And, I think the kid should have something to do, obviously, because he's seen his dad being hung and he built the bombs. So I like the idea of keeping him around and him maybe being a little and or understudy, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, because I mean there there's there's uh so many ways that it that they could take that they could mm-hmm. take those characters. And I, I'm I'm just curious as to how much time they have and how much they like pick them up because having limited time makes me think that they may pick those characters up in a big way rather than introducing new spending new time introducing new people. And the introduction of characters in the series has been very slow, not in a bad way. It's been like meticulous. And mm-hmm. so I don't know if the show has enough time to go and start throwing a lot of new cast members in. Whereas if they pick up with these established people, they don't have to go, they don't have to go as, as deep as they did before because they've already done it. So that's that's kind of my guess. But yeah, Kino lives and Kino's dead. That <laughs> that whole thing, that whole thing is uh I don't know. I, I think it's like I personally think it's undecided, and that's why he's like Kino's alive just because he wants to be positive about something. But everybody who tells Cassian to like like climb. Um, it doesn't end up too well for them usually, right? I mean, it, or anybody, and and that's mm-hmm. involved in that conversation. And then, but then at the same time, uh, I don't know. I feel like he should be dead. And then, and then this is when Gilroy gets all fucking positive about it because he likes the actor. But um, so in Bespin's opinion, in in his opinion, the only additional tidbit of interest from Collider and Gilroy's chat regarding the second season is a prop being developed which has got Gilroy very excited and will play a pretty pretty big role in the second season. Gilroy didn't share many details on the complicated yet amazing prop, but whatever it is has Gilroy very enthused. So we have a big props meeting and my brother John is there and he's hearing it now. So I said, man, come up to this thing because he loves all this shit too. So we went up to this props house on the lot and, they showed us all this stuff and they finished by showing us this thing that will play a big part. It's a big prop. It will be in season two. It has a big utility and it's really complicated. And this guy has built it. Johnny and I were just standing there and Ariel Kleiman standing there and we're standing there and watching this guy explain this freaking thing that they built. It's so elaborate and so insane and so beautiful and so be so far beyond what yeah. we thought of. It's amazing. Yeah, well, yeah, I, I can confirm it's uh, General Grievous's dick. Gilroy's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. gonna gonna take that yeah. that that yeah. advice. Yeah, well, I, I had an outline of things that that happened in the trilogy that I couldn't fit in because of. Uh, well, I mean, let's be honest. <laughs> Do you think it's a really big brick? Uh, well. Uh, Oh, is it big? Oh, it's it's ginormous. Yeah. You know what would would be cool is if Brasso's new name was Big Big Brick Brasso. That's what they started calling him after Ferrix. Big Brick Brasso. Yeah, yeah. Big Brick <laughs> likes big grievous dicks. All right. Well, uh, it's fascinating, folks. I'm gonna I'm gonna get back to uh, crying about Twitter. Bye. <laughs> All right. Bye. Bye, George. So, um, so, so fucking fucking uh, Bespin wrote. Sounds to me like the rebuilding General Grievous. 
<laughs> Let's just hope they don't use any screws. Told you. Told you. Oh, hey, look. Man. Why would George lie? Why <laughs> would he lie? Vespin went there. Um, lastly, we turn our attention to an interview between Gilroy and Slashfilm. During the chat, Gilroy once again remained vague on the if we'll see the return of the fan favorite character Kino Loy, played by Andy Circus. To which, once again, the series creator reiterated, We didn't see him die, which led the conversation down the path of if there'll be another surprise appearance from prominent actors or characters from Rogue One in the in Andor's second season, to which Gore responded to the following. Yeah, I would say yes. We'll start shooting on Monday, and this second half will be walking us. I said it before, our final scene will be walking you into the first scene of Rogue One. As we get there, you'll have some things we have to do and some people we have to meet. Yeah. So then he shows... Then Bespin implies uh, Krennic. And I was thinking Bell. You, you guys think... See, I, one of the quotes that he says at one point, though, is that it won't be about the construction of the Death Star. And that makes me think Krennic ain't fucking showing up. Because that's his problem. That's Krennic's issue. Is ha- is is constructed. It's, it's, it's a construction guy. He's trying to get a construction job done. So, I don't know, guys. What do you think, Nick? Do you think we're going to see if the the construction of the Death Star is not the focus of the season? Do do we get Krennic? Maybe with Galen. Uh, so I don't know. Just doing them stuffs on the on the outskirts. I mean, why not? I get any excuse to get Mad Mikkelsen in and that lot back in and make it better, wouldn't it? For towards me, yeah. But that fool doesn't that that he doesn't like excuses to do things. Is though is my whole thing. That's why I'm like, hmm. Also, excellent background. <laughs> excellent. <laughs> I'm a little slow when I'm like reading notes. I'm like, oh, that is pretty funny. <laughs> it's really lagging me though. I'll take it off. <laughs> Wait, you had a I had someone on my stream complain to me about the the Ferrex hats. Their hats are stupid, and I'm looking at the Imperial hats. I'm like, they're the same fucking hat. One has a glossy brim and the other one's a cloth brim. They're both pearl hats are just as fucking dumb. Star Wars is filled with dumb fucking hats. Like that <laughs> show me one cool hat. Even even when you got your Cad Bane hat in live action, people bitched. So <laughs> Star Wars fans hate fucking hats. They just hate them. Pevy Pevy has written and said, I felt a great disturbance in the force. One that suggested the tables had turned, that Nicholas had decided to, in <laughs> fact, throw me under the bus. Podcast drama. This is this is our segment of podcast drama. But uh, yeah, hey, Azatru, how's it going, dude? Uh, old old uh, Mister Azatru is here. Should do a podcast mm-hmm. like once a year, call it Podcrastination. You know? <laughs> Pod- podcasting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, pod. Yeah, you know, just we get this out whenever. You know, <laughs> we meant to yeah. put one out. It's mostly that. It's just apologies, and then that's the end of the episode. <laughs> we we should we should also have as a, as a true on pretty soon. We haven't seen as a true in a while. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> says beef. <laughs> no, no, no. It's spelled. No, he's talking, he's talking about Ibiza. Brick. It's brick. Beefa. That's what he's talking about. Oh. Ibiza. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Max, how's it going? How are you, lady? All right. All right. Back to the article. 
It's unsurprising and expected that we'll see more characters from Rogue One appear in Andor's second season with General Draven, which I do hope we see Draven because I, I like that character. I like that guy. Bell Organa and Tivik. Also, um, by the way, yeah, and we were talking about that yesterday. I was like, like, like me and Bestman were having a conversation and we're like, you know, like, like he doesn't like Star Wars. And then like, as we're having the, that, that point kind of comes into my, to my old brain. And I think, you know what? He doesn't like Star Wars necessarily, but he likes his own shit. Like, like he know he knew Tivik's name. And like, I forget that guy's name. Like, I love Star Wars. I can't stop talking about it and thinking about it all the time. And then, but he's like, oh yeah, Tivik. And it's like, so he loves his own Star Wars. And that's what makes me think that he'll be back. That's what that's what makes me think he'll take a break, but something will bring him back in. Because he's also been saying that he loves the accolades he's getting. Like all of the work he's ever done, no one's ever really praised him as being brilliant and amazing. And right now he's getting that big time. <laughs> so the question is, does Gilroy go full Gen Xer, burn out on, on that whole thing? be like i don't need this and then recoil and do indie films for the rest of his life and we never see him again or does he get addicted to the fame and the attention you know to the to the praise and um just three more seasons three more seasons yeah i mean other shows there there were there were rumors that i was hearing about sagrera having a television show and stuff like that but i am kind of like maybe it's just because he was in this you know the what ultimate, i mean the ultimate troll <laughs> It would be how like this episode takes place over like six or eight months. Season two is like five years, and then season three is like a day. Just stretch yeah. that across 12, <laughs> 12 episodes, you know. Well, in the in the very last episode, he clones himself in case he dies, and his new clone <laughs> his new clone is named Donnie, Donnie Andor. And then we're gonna go on and have Donnie Andor a Star Wars story, a whole film series. So I, I, I read that on we got this covered, so it must be true. Uh, additionally, I've seen various fans are hoping to get a glimpse of director Krennic, Galen Erso, Bodie Rook, and Tarkin in, in season two. Though Gilroy remains tight-lipped on who exactly will appear in season two, he does mention Krennic by name during his chats with Slashfilm, telling the outlet that the Death Star is a very secret project and only Krennic and a few ISP officers know of its existence and that Cassian will follow the breadcrumbs of the secret project in season two, which will ultimately leave us at Rogue One's door. The quote goes on to say, by the end, the first scene of Rogue One, it's him going off to, it's going off to the rings of Caffrine to try to chase down the rumor about this thing. What does Tivik say to him, man? There's a weapon. They're building a weapon. What kind of weapon? A planet killer. All roads lead to that scene. Now, that's not entirely what our show is going to be about. So remember this quote. This is the part that fans, this is where fans will lose the thread. That's not entirely what our show is going to be about. People don't know the existence of it, do they? Some people do. Krennic does. The people in the ISB. Very few of them might. But all roads are ultimately leading to Rogue One. Wait, what is this? What is this picture of Bespin? I didn't see the 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 the, the uh, series yet. You just spoiled it. What the fuck, man? So be sure to it's check out CG. It's too CG, Jason. They they should have used a physical Fed Death Star. Yeah, shot that in space. I, I I will I will actually say it did look a little bit more uh, Return of the Jedi e 
in terms of the um look than it than Rogue One the movie. But that, yeah. that's just the budget, I think. Um be yeah, sure to check pastors. out we all know how cheap Jedi was. Well, yeah. it's because fucking Tony Gilroy is fucking pocketing the money, yeah. obviously. Yeah. Obviously. He's, he's <laughs> gonna go be partying with Rob Zombie at the Fire Festival next year. <laughs> at Fire Festival. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's uh let's uh change gears just a little bit. I do have a lot of I still have a bunch of uh Gilroy articles, but I'm a bit tired of talking about Gilroy for the moment. Gilly. Um yeah, so there was this um, article that came out. Now, by the way, um, old Empire Magazine decided to put their last and final Indiana Jones content behind, like, you know, a subscriber-style thing, paywall kind of situation. So we're not going to be using it, you know, at the end huh. of the day. But this is going around. No, I don't want your shit, Digital Spy. <laughs> um this article came out and I think it's uh this is kind of taking it off. I'm seeing I'm seeing this one right here being shared everywhere. Now, this article is just sourcing the Empire article, and it makes a couple of it has some stuff from the Empire article that is actually interesting and worth worth just bringing up, but also it makes some logic some some jumps in logic, and um that I think is worth worth clarifying a bit on. Um, because it could be a little annoying. Uh, the images show Helena, and she's um, wait, where did I did I skip it? Did I skip it like a dummy? Oh. Yeah, here it is. Alongside Harrison Ford, back as the titular Archeo star. What the fuck is that? Ooh. Is that even a word? <laughs> that sounds nice. That's not an <laughs> Archeo star. It's not. It's not even a thing. Are they just making up like an ar- a star archaeologist whatever man i i've been an anthropology i never heard this word but maybe i'm dumb <laughs> all i I'm gotta probably... say is that should be the first name the name of the first fan dumb album titular archeo star <laughs> <laughs> titular <laughs> archeo yeah. star <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah i like yeah. it it's definitely not a word yeah they just made that shit up uh 15 years after the almost unanimously panned a crystal skull which actually was not true when it came out and uh was very successful actually but whatever indiana jones 5 stars now here's here's this is the part indiana jones 5 also stars fleabag's phoebe waller bridge as helena brody indy's goddaughter helena brody is likely it's likely she is helena brody but that's not confirmed that is that is speculation on their part. That is an assumption on their part. So right now, I believe that's probably true. As the first rumor that hit about that, about her being the goddaughter, said that she was Marcus Brody's um, daughter. Jason. Yeah. Someone said assumption. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, I heard, I can assume, and he goes back in time. I heard he goes back and Me Too's marrying Ravenwood. That's what I heard. Oh, shit, in. really? What? Mm, it's not. Well, you got to deal with it. It's canon. Yeah. It happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. and then they go over the uh, newly released pictures and they have actually really have very nice high res ones. If you guys remember, oh. <laughs> I had a source tell me that, okay. tell me about the, the day that, um, Marion Ravenwood was back, and right here in the pictures, you could see he's wearing the his wedding ring. 
Well, say he gives her the promise ring. He's like, mm. I know he's young and all, but one day you're going to be going to be big and strong. Going to make then, a mutt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and making mutts. Making you and mutts. I. <laughs> making mutts. That's the name of the movie. So, I mean, that's how they made a mutt. <laughs> oh man, the, there there was there was that rumor that that the movie was called Dial of Destiny, as we talked about before. She does have yeah. fucking big O's big ass dial in her hand. That, that's why I told you she's got a big old dial. You know, she's dilated. Everybody, we were like that looks like a thing R two sticks is you know. Yeah, yeah, R two D two R two D two he jacks it in there. Oh. Uh, the image shows Helena seemingly divides her time between an office filled with dusty shelves, holding precious artifacts, and dangerous field trips with Ford's Indiana. I don't, I don't know if it's really saying that either, because it, it kind of, um, it kind of went a different path. It was saying that it, she was sort of, sounds more like she's like Indiana Jones in Temple of Doom, that she's like, she's shady. Meanwhile, the Sandman star, Boyd Holbrook, can be seen riding a motorcycle through a parade as Batty Vollers, Mads Mikkelsen, Henchman, Claber, Claber. So, yeah, and that that's the thing is the article plays up Voller. You don't know if he's exactly evil or not. It says that he wants to right the wrongs of the past, which when you're used to be a Nazi makes it seem like maybe he wants to be good, but it sounds like maybe he wants the resurrection of the Nazis. Ooh. And that kind of stuff. So, and then when he, when he has a henchman named Kleber, uh, makes me think probably evil. And then, um, and then Seanette Renee Wilson leans into the groovy, vibrant fashion at times as a possibly undercover government agent Mason. And then here she is, right, looking cool, I'm like she's yeah. ready. And and the article goes into um, the actual article goes into a lot about how. Indiana Jones is going to be like a fish out of water in the in the story where the world's changed and the, the uh, times have changed and he doesn't get it. Like I don't like I, the Beatles. Yeah, yeah, I don't he like them. You need a haircut, you know, that kind of stuff. And then they okay, fart right on you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, people people were were asking me about that. We're getting Mando stuff on Thursday. Are we, and then and then yeah in it in it bruv i don't know bro i was about to, <laughs> it's, that, it's like the only word i know bruv but um so what what i heard um was that we were going to get the mando trailer on christmas day did did things change with the disney upheaval i i don't know um i guess to drop it now <laughs> Well, here's here's the whole thing. There, there's there's more rumors from people saying that we're going to get the Indiana Jones trailer this week, but no one from my side of things has told me in a credible fashion that 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 that's the case. It's everyone just going like big stuff, uh, big stuff this week. Disney's going to do big stuff, and it's like yeah, they're going to a fucking convention. You're not like breaking news. By saying Disney's going to go to an event and make announcements, and then like like you're just literally just saying what they've already said, and trying to like latch onto it. If you're going to say something, fucking say it and own it. It's what I say. If you know the trailer's coming, say the trailer's coming. That way, I could be like Star Wars. Meg says Mando trailer. You know, whatever. Like no one, no one is doing that. And um, 
I heard something big is happening. Something big. Something big from Disney, Rob. Yeah. Before the end of the decade, it's going to (laughs) happen. It's like, it's like, yeah, of course something big is going to happen. I mean, they're, they're going to go and they're, they're going to go to a convention in Brazil and they're going to show shit. Now, the whole thing is though, is in my opinion, if they were to release the Indiana Jones trailer at that convention and show it to them and Mandalorian three trailer at the convention and put them both on, on the internet, it would be self cannibalizing. Or what if Disney goes to Brazil and just gives us the head of Bolsonaro? Right. Like they were like, you know, we decided to pull a coup. Bob Iger always wanted to do that. And <laughs> now that he's CEO again, we were able to just, you know, eliminate the, the troublesomes, you know? Yeah. So, so like, like just, but make, make bets. The trailer will be just for those in, in attendance. And that's, that's kind of my take too. Is that it, that they will show my take is they're going to show my hope and my estimation is they show indie, then they release that to the public. Then they they show the Mando three trailer. They don't release it to the public, and then they release it on Christmas Day. As I hope they don't ever release a trailer at all. They just drop the movie, Jason. You know what? what I mean? They just put drop the movie. No trailers. That sounds crazy, man. When is Indy five coming? I don't even know. July. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you could do them. Why not? Yeah, I mean, I mean, and do you think? I mean, Nick, Nick, do you think if they dropped both trailers at the same time, it would be self cannibalizing? Not like, the Mando one because it's so close anyway, isn't it? Really? So, and that first one's that teaser's already leaked, isn't it? So, yeah, it, it, it would. It's 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 like a new one. The from what I've heard, the the new trailer reveals Christopher, um, Christopher Lloyd's character. Oh, in okay. it. it's that's sort of like the focus it's kind of like it's a little bit a little bit Doc more Baskar. story based you know in mm. that in that in that way so it doesn't seem that big a deal to me personally yeah just drop it well it's he's, a, anyway, no, he's, he's a, oh it'll probably leak from that event I yeah, yeah 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 we'll see it one way or another yeah june 30th when it comes out now they they, they kept changing the the fucking day but yeah, June thirtieth. Uh, the, the uh, countdown to the the complaints. If it doesn't, they're hiding it because they're afraid it uh, didn't didn't track well. It didn't test well with audiences. Uh, uh, you know that that bullshit. You'll hear it. Well, it's because they were they were cucking Indiana Jones, and it's it's a bait and switch. Is what you have to understand. <laughs> it's really Indiana Jones and the cuck of doom. You know, <laughs> it's really called. Helena Brody in the dial bath of destiny. It's all about a woman. The rise of the, the cock. The bath bomb. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, those people will 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 Operation Paper Cuck. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> come on, look. Oh, look, I get on. there. Slowly I get there, hey, folks. <laughs> you, you did it. You did one, it. I I'm, I'm I'm climbing that ledge like like Andor <laughs> and his buddy, right? Melcher. Just one bloody hand at a time. I'll get there. <laughs> so stupid. It is. Uh okay. Then we have we have another little indie article here. That is also fodder for the, um, which is put behind the fucking paywall. So is what it is again. But uh, it's, 
it's a quote taken out of all these nuts wow. over. Look Fuck at my wife and I had to wash them. Like I mean, like that's it's just Andy's Indy's worst nightmare, you know? Is yeah. Like Harrison Ford found Nazis. Indiana Jones five unnecessary, but is happy with outcome. It's like, <laughs> it's like it's not... my wife feels the same way about sex, you know? Like, yeah. <laughs> Well, you know, it's not really needed it's with you, because, but sometimes uh, it works. Yeah, I mean, it checks out nice, you know. Like, <laughs> yeah, you but the actual quote from Ford is, I didn't feel it was necessary to do another one. I just thought it would be nice to see <laughs> one where Indiana Jones was <laughs> at the end of his journey. If a script came along and I felt gave me a way to, if a, and he would reprise the role, if a script came along that I felt gave me a way to extend the character. And then he goes on to say, um, it's, it's full, it's full of adventure, full of laughs, full of real emotion and it's complex and it's sneaky. The shooting of it was tough, long and arduous. And I'm very happy with the film that we have. So. He's not cared about a film he's done in the last 20 years, is he? What's that? Harrison Ford, he's not cared about any film he's done in the last 20 years, is he? So why is he like, bothered by this? No, you know what? He was, you know what? I'm, this one was weird. I, I don't know if it's just the power of acting, but at D23, he was, oh, yeah. He was, yeah, he was, he was like emotional about it. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm going to say that it, that, that, that story about him being ambivalent and grumpy and shit like that, it's probably somewhat true. But I also think he might play it up in order to get more money. It might be a part of, like, you know what I mean? It might be a part of his. His persona, and, and he and he was acting like he was going to retire. John Williams came out and said, "Ford's retiring with me. We're we're retire buddies." So <laughs> and, then, and then he's like, and then he's in the fucking Marvel <laughs> films now. So the most also, baller thing Disney could have done if he didn't want to come back was just to cast Tom Selleck. You know, and be like, "Fuck it," you know, <laughs> like, seriously. Back. Yeah, release the Selleck. Isn't isn't Selick isn't Selick a little like on the weird side of things now? Isn't he isn't he That's a little right where it's right where we need Indy on the weird side? Is it <laughs> no? But it, no, I mean like a little like a little bit like Mike Lindell, but like the pillow guy. Isn't he kind of like a step away from the pillow guy? Or am uh -huh. I am I wrong there? I hope I'm wrong. I've not but, heard of that, but hey, why not? Like fuck it, you know. I I, I, I do know he's always trying to sell old. He's trying to trying to trying to get people to take those loans against their homes and shit like. Like those, like really, like like predatory ads, you know, against the elderly. Yeah, he does. Hey, man, now, capitalism. So. What are you gonna do? Yeah, it's terrible. How are you gonna make money um, if you can't steal it from the elderly? Hmm? Yeah, I mean, I'm cool with with stealing money. That's that's like pretty cool. Like, but don't steal it from the old people. Steal it from like well, fucking Bezos or or no, Twitter guy. Steal no. it from somebody who has it. So that's all I'm saying. People got loads of money, you know. Um, Star Wars makes a. Didn't he injure himself in in Hackney during filming? Yeah, he did. Hackney Wick or Hackney Downs, Meg? Which one? She'll know the answer to that. She'll know what I'm talking about. Hack Hackney Downs, because he's Downs with it. <laughs> um, Ty Tyrant says, uh, "I'd argue Harrison Ford hasn't cared about most of the movies he has done in the, the last 25 years." I don't know, man. I mean, I'm not. I, I like. I don't feel like he showed up to, to Force Awakens and phoned it in. I, I think he. I think he like like legitimately was was working. He wasn't just like. I don't think he was just like cash cashing the uh, the uh, checks necessarily. 
but also he did a lot of crap though too I, I think that it like there's a difference between being on a hot streak picking good scripts having good roles and making good films and then like not caring i'm not sure i think for him it falls apart when the action hero changes you my know what hope, i mean mm-hmm. my my hope is that Rian johansson gets him for knives out three mm. he'd be getting a knives outs movie don't you think mm. yeah he could do magic and shit and he like kills you know Blanc blame blah, you know, whatever his name is. Blah, blah, blah. Like that guy. You know. I want to get him I want to get him in a room with Chris Angel to see what see how, how hard he freaks out. Hmm. But yeah, yeah. Lobo says Selleck promotes reverse mortgages. Don't yeah, we call sell- him Tom Sellout. Tom <laughs> Sellout. <laughs> Max is yeah. To get my mustache like Tom Selects. He needs to come in a little bit more. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, that yeah. You're you're like you're like right in between Tom Selleck and maybe like one of the Beatles in the Sergeant Pepper's era. No, right now <laughs> he's like in between of... Tom Selleck and that picture of the Rock with the fanny pack, dude. <laughs> <laughs> That's <rude>. with <laughs> Yeah, you now you can't unsee it, huh? Yeah, yeah, you know. I'll take it. Absolutely. I'll take it. There you go. There you go, buddy. Uh, thank you very much. 11 Hack. p.m. Flipping heck. Hackney Mate, Downs try... is dodge after 11 try... p.m., says me, Minge. Try 7 p.m. Flipping heck. <laughs> <laughs> M- Mig walks around with a Oh, here he is. Quarrels. Here Best, he is. Look Best at this. Ben says, instead of stealing from old people, he can just make a coffee page. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, dude, he injured himself while filming the train sequence, not while in Hackney. Is that right? Okay. Hey, don't don't hit me, dude. Don't hit me, dude. That's just like your opinion, dude. More of the um, stories. Don't go to Hackney. <laughs> yeah, my I, I every filming for for me on Star Wars and Indiana Jones movies, it's always like sort of abstract because it's just like these names and some set pictures. And until like I like know people who like are like in those areas, like like Black Park is more of a real place to me than London itself, <laughs> which is because because I know people that are in the area that are in, you know what I mean that are there yeah, yeah, that yeah. jog there and everything. It's yeah. a completely like different like fucking thing. It's it's weird how geography is imagined as opposed to i know where little marlo is but after ben's been saying it for so long flip and i feel yeah. like i never need to go to little marlo flip. uh i think little marlo is just his cousin, his cousin <laughs> little marlo hey i'm little marlo yeah you know i want some sc- I don't, call me scoops i'm little marlo i don't know if you're aware <laughs> of this but uncle harlow's first name is marlo harlo marlo yeah. marlo harlo yeah 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 <laughs> The Harlow Globetrotters. Ah, go on. There is a there is a town called Harlow, where where I'm from. So yeah, maybe lives there. Um, Mr. Jones, how about dialed it in? Huh? How about he's been dialing it in? Uh, Maybe. With destiny. The so the the delay in filming was so long, nearly three months, because Ford was unable to throw punches due to the whip stuff, etc. That's what I heard. By September, he was better. Filming continued. Yeah, the I remember like the official story was like he he was practicing for a stunt, like it did it did either a punch or a whip, some kind of movement with his arm, and oops, 
not good or something like that. But uh, Tom Selleck was Monica's boyfriend for a while in Friends. That's the role I, I first saw him in, says Star Wars Meg. Well, not three men and a baby. Mm-hmm. Come on. Yeah. And then he, he had to exit the show because he, he beat the shit out of Monica in a very special episode of Friends. <laughs> um, sorry. I'm not a Friends fan. Uh, Richel, Richie says Harrison showed up for Blade Runner 2049. He was acting in that. Mm. All right. Yeah. Richie, you yeah. said it. Blade Runner 2049. He, he was acting. Oh, he cares when he wants to. Yeah. Yeah. I just want to know yeah. if they ate the dog because it really freaks me. So one thing oh, about yeah. that movie, like, did they eat that fucking dog? Otherwise, it's really bad editing because the way they edited it made it look like they're eating that dog. And I don't like wait, wait, in what? In, in Blade Runner? 2049. He has that dog. Uh-huh. And then when those dudes find him on the on, in the desert area, they capture them. They're looking at the dog. And then they cut to them outside and they're all eating barbecue. And you're like, what did they get? What are they barbecuing, buddy? Yeah. What are they all barbecuing? Oh, yeah. huh. And I've looked it up and people just can't. They can't get that confirmed one way or another. They didn't do that. But... I love that. What you think about in that film? <laughs> yeah, I don't uh, want to see them eating dogs. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I worry about it. I don't know. I mean, it's the future. There might be a might be a robot dog with uh, you know bio flesh over it. I don't know. Um, Tyrant says TFA is definitely the exception. I was really happy with his performance. I mean, if it's a droid, man, I don't want them eating Bimo. You know, <laughs> true. <laughs> nom, 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 nom. You know, Mr. Jones says that's an empire mustache. Hmm. Thank you, sir. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I think it's. I don't know, man. I, I'm gonna give it a. I'm gonna give it a Bigs. I think it's a Bigs. I think you kind of got a big stash going right now. Bigs yeah. Darklighter. Yeah. Uh-huh. I, I wouldn't say it's necessarily a fascist mustache. I've trimmed it a little bit recently. Fascist, fascist mustaches is also <laughs> our new band. Um, Cover me, Porkins. <laughs> um, by the way, uh, I, I got I got photos of Porkins ejecting of that that they filmed an ejection <laughs> right there. Mask. Yeah, they, I got photos of of an ejection mask coming down. For him to put on his face, I want to see it. <laughs> yeah. I want to see it. I know. I don't know if I'm allowed to like it. show it. Mm. I'm gonna. I'm oh, gonna ask. we got to. Gonna... Mm. I'll Slip show me you that in the DMs. I will. I will. Can't well, I... Yeah. So, Can't so I'm. I don't. I, I'm not saying that they have like a successful shot of him ejecting. Like I'm not saying they did the effects or any of that shit happened. But it would be pretty funny to see a little fat guy just fucking ejecting out of the shit. You know. Like with those old effects, I heard it was premature. Mm-hmm. <laughs> premature ejection. Mm-hmm. That's what I heard. Yeah. <laughs> Tyler says, "Who are we George. kidding? Nick mm-hmm. is one big dumb hat away from starring in Starship Troopers three. <laughs> Whoa, <laughs> man! That, I think people are jealous of your mustache. Honestly, at this point, I think Tyrant's a little bit jealous of it. Yeah, sure. It's we fine. all are a little mind. bit. Yeah. A little bit. I'm fine with Starship Troopers. Yeah, people don't know." His his parents used to call him Ty Runt because the dude's so short. He's oh, just got a, a little, chip on his shoulder. A little a little tie. Ty Runt. He, he used to he used to he used to play basketball out with uh Lil Marlo. Uh, <laughs> dude says eating the dog, hologram dog, 24 9 is pretty good, I thought. I, I honestly haven't seen it. I still need to watch it. I still have 3D. And Blade Runner. I yeah. haven't. 
um i tried to watch that that rip and when i was trying to stream i was trying to send it from my computer to my tv with airplay and then like i when i would like put the tv into like th 3d mode it just it, it didn't work i don't know what to do not sure how to how to how to get it to my television in a way that will work but why don't you I just miss... hook a pc up to your tv like and just play the file well i mean i have a mac but it would be the same thing right yeah, it's an hdmi just plug the but HDMI i was in. yeah i was i was airplane from vlc to my to my tv but it didn't work you may want to oh. try skybox that's the app i use skybox yeah i don't know about vlc wasn't that princess leia's uh the uh, nickname for princess leia What's an issue with Skywalker? <laughs> Anyways, uh, Junior Jingle says Tom Selleck was called out on TV by Rosie O'Donnell for being a right wing nut, which he is. Oh, okay. <laughs> with that so, mustache, yeah. So make him the uh, evil Indiana Jones. <laughs> Indiana Jones has to go against his greatest he, foe. He can be Indiana Smith. Indiana Smith, <laughs> right? The original yeah. Yeah. Montana Smith. Yeah, people don't know, man. That that the Indiana Smith script predates Star Wars. Mm-hmm. You know, this whole concept of George is, you know, it's older than Star Wars. So it ain't, it ain't young. I'll tell you that. Yeah. But, uh, Indiana all right. Smith. Eesh. Indiana Smith. <laughs> I just want to say when him and Steven Spielberg were sitting on the beach making sandcastles, I just want, he goes, well, you know, uh, Steven, it's Indiana Smith. And, and Steven goes, <laughs> Smith. <laughs> knocks over his sandcastle <laughs> shit's not being called smith it's ridiculous. and then he's like jones <laughs> that's better it's like um do you think that you know we take indiana jones for granted right he's always been called that so anything else is like ha 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 how what, what were they thinking but at the time of creation was changing it from smith to a uh, jones was it just creative power play like somebody just like, well, I got a better idea because they just like their idea is better. Like that's that's a weird one. It's like when yeah. I suggest lyrics to you and you ignore me. Mm -hmm. like I, do. <laughs> yeah. I do. Yeah. And then it's Indiana Smith, and I'm like, told you that shit would fail. Mm -hmm. You know, like it didn't come out. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine if the whole thing had tanked because it was called Smith. <laughs> it was called Smith. People and then pretentious Smith. '80s fuckers were like, is it actually supposed to be called Indiana Smith? I'm like, oh no, it's Smith. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, Tyrant says, "Love it when Jason misreads my chat and then Rob jokes on me." Super Trooper stash. Oh, I see what he means. Now I just googled it. Yeah, yeah, okay. Super Troopers. Oh, I knew Super what he was troopers. talking about. I just like to uh, joke on him. I I, I misread it. A Starship Troopers. Okay, fair enough. No, I knew. Um, Mother of God, I was. Yeah, I just okay. no, I just joke on you because that's <laughs> what else I got to do around here. I just, I just, I can barely read you guys, to be honest with you. Like, I barely, I barely went to school. That shit was boring. Um, After True says, I finally sat down and watched a 3D film on my Quest 2. It was an incredible masterpiece. The film was Transformers 5. <laughs> hey, if you had a good time, that's all that matters. That's why I say. I mean, you absolutely have zero taste and you have shit ideas about film, but I'm glad that nope. you had fun. <laughs> Don't pay shame me. Don't pay, pay shame, shame me. me. Don't pay shame me. Hey, hey, everybody. Uh, we need to start a whisper campaign because I hear Jason is anti-Bay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what if Michael says, Bay changed his last name to Woke? Just pissed off <laughs> every fucking... 
Michael E. Tennant says, did anyone see Mark Hamill in the Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special? And now uh, Nathan Hamill came out and said that wasn't his dad, didn't he? I believe Nathan Hamill said did it was Did you watch the Christmas dad. special, Jason? I did. I did. You I did? liked did it. Did you like the song? Uh, yeah, the song was was very, very good. The fact that they kept it going at that level for that amount of time was was a feat. And they they did a Thank good you. job with the song. They also did a good job of deconstructing 80s Christmas specials and some 70s, but mostly 80s Christmas specials and bringing what worked from them and putting it into a modern Christmas special. So, yeah, I was I was uh, I was happy with it. I watched it once. I had fun. I'll probably never watch it again. Um, but that's not a dig on it. Just it just was what it what it was. And a good time. My the question that uh me and Bespin had is is Groot practical now? Is that Groot in a suit? Is that Groot in a suit? Uh that... in some shots, maybe, but not the whole thing. No. I like it might just be the suit. way that lighting, the lighting's anytime you light things from all angles, it will look fake. Like like I was kind of joking about kind of like Max was saying that that ending shot of Andor looks CGE. Mm-hmm. But uh I'm like, man, there are times when I follow the NASA Twitter channel mm-hmm. and they they'll be posting shit from space. I'm like I, I and I'll reply, I legit thought this was from an anime. Like like it's just a photo of something out in space because of the way shit's lit in space that it, it just can look. It has it all over lighting, it can look real fake. Um that's because think- NASA's photoshopping out the uaps brother <laughs> yeah i i did feel like the one in the background look looked like a man in a suit or a group in a suit or whatever but the stuff where he's up close talking isn't i don't know if they'd do two for that budget i think they would just do one but... wait, wait 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 what is this it has an exposed point could be a weakness <laughs> oh it's a matt uh matt berry I've never seen a hole that I could resist entering. Accelerate yeah. to attack speed. Matt Berry, that's where I want to play Dash Rendar. Treat yeah. your ex-wing like you treat your woman. <laughs> what? No, none of that soppy shite. I mean, get in there five times a day and take her to Yemen and back. If I'm you telling you. That should be Dash Matt Rendar. That should be Dash cool. Rendar. Matt yeah. Berry, amazing, man. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, because I mean, no, but I mean, truly, I, I, I know you're you're semi joking, semi serious, but I, I think you're right. I think like if they were to ever reinvigorate Dash Rendar and bring him in, you can't just have him be Han Solo clone. You you got to make him you got to make him the absurdist version of the guy or something like that, right? Yeah, that, that kinda, you're that's making where fun you're... of Star Wars. Everything needs mm-hmm. to be like Andor. Uh, yeah, you know, I'm like, no, son, man, I want to see him fuck him up. It, you know what I yeah. mean? Like he's sleeping with size noodles and shit, you know, right. and and Max Greedo or Max Rebo, you know, like he's got th- had a three way with a Muppet, ha, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, I like it, I like him. I mean, he did mm-hmm. the voice for that droid, but he could still be real, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. It's definitely real. Yeah, and, if, Andy Serkis has proven you can if you you can come back as a person. I I think the the policy. I'm not joking. I think the policy is if your face is shown on screen, you can't be anybody else. But if your uh, but if your face isn't shown on screen, yeah. Well, I mean, Mark Hamill's a droid or two. You know. Yeah. So. By the way, was that the thing about Tim Reel? 
then. I think I saw it on Twitter. Obviously, Musk can't have been, but someone said Tim was in RIP Tim, by the way. Uh, but that Tim was in The Force Awakens. Was oh, pilot. really? Yeah. Hmm, okay. Then but maybe the policy is shit. Maybe, maybe it. I'm going to guess that. Yeah, that okay, here's my take then, if that's true. The policy is there and it matters and it's real. But if Tony Gory wants to cast you, he's going to cast you. <laughs> Probably have to get the day. That's Probably how I like, feel about most Star Wars canon, Jason. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, it's all real until they just rewrite it. <laughs> Yeah. And they're like, nope. Yeah. But but it's not even it's not even like like the way that you're putting it is is rewriting it. And like what he did with his backstory, he made it work though. Right? So it can be okay. Sure, it it's can still be right. It can I didn't yeah. say it's a bad thing. Yeah. But yeah, it can be a it can not. be a, a retcon. But um people aren't aren't asking the real questions like K2SO in those articles and oh. in, in, in all of these new interviews, like how are you going to deal with the comic book? Are you going mm-hmm. to, are you going to do what you did to Cassian's backstory with that one? Are you just going to pretend that that never happened? I honestly think if I were them probably would be better to, to, to let that out sooner than, than later, because if they sit on it, um, one of the, one of the, the uh, grifters, one of the, you know, Oh guys, uh, you know, it's a bait and switch guys. They're going to end up changing it to, they're going to end up making that into a thing. And, and if you just get ahead of it, you could actually like, you know, whip it, whip it. Good. And I agree. Jones is a great last name. I do agree. Um, Jake says, has anything been going or going around about who's writing the movie that will supposedly that the film next year for star Wars. We'll see Jake. The, the, the thing is, is that Taika Waititi and uh, Christy Wilson Carnes Cairns is writing are uh, writing a star Wars film that is tr- going to be turned in in December. That film will then be approved or denied. If that film is approved, then I believe somewhere between April to June construction on sets will, will begin and then filming will go after that. So that's what that's what I think is the tentative plan. People in the industry are all like being like, like, oh, Tyke ain't going to do it and acting like that's an impossibility and that it's a crazy idea to even think he will. Um, but I also think that those people are oftentimes jealous, petty. They're seeing somebody mm-hmm. having three ways with hot chicks fucking partying it up and having a very prolific moment. And so I don't know what to make of it. I don't know if if those sideways glances are petty jealousy or if it really if there is some inside track that he just ain't fucking working on the movie. And I kind of have a hard time imagining that being being the the case. I've uh you know, I've I've heard from people in the industry that Taika relies on his on his co-writers very heavily. And when you people analyze it on youtube.com they got they oftentimes go on and, and make it sound like Taika is the sole writer. Like he's out there with this yellow George Lucas notepad writing it and trying to do all of the stuff. Um it's that there's like I I I am not a writer in Hollywood, obviously, so I don't want to act like I know this stuff too much. But I've oftentimes heard that there is usually a relationship between two writers when two people are writing, and whether it's SNL or it's a film. And there's the person who walks around the room spouting shit and the person at the keyboard. And it's 
completely two different jobs, two different roles, and they're both credited the same. But the person at the keyboard is the person really doing the work, really doing the the difficult stuff. Uh, that's probably who Tony Gilroy was, and who we're seeing somebody that's like Tony Gilroy bringing in his team of of rock stars and making and or really good. But anyway, so what I'm trying to say is is I don't know what's going to happen there. And then the rumor is is that it Lindelof and uh, his partner. I can't remember the partner's name because I wasn't familiar with their work. Tits McGee. Tits McGee. Yeah. Tits McGee um, yeah. are writing. It's a pen um, name, but yeah. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Uh, are 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 writing a new Star Wars series. Supposedly, the plan there is that they don't want that to be the next Star Wars thing. But it, but it, <laughs> I, but it I lied, Jason. It's not Tits McGee. It's it's okay. Lindelon. <laughs> Lindelon and Lindelon. <laughs> you fucking asshole. <laughs> That's so fucking stupid. You're such a moron. I love you. Um, <laughs> Um, I know I'm not bringing much of this conversation today, but, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's so dumb. It's so stupid. It's so stupid. Um, but I am going to use that in a future thing. When the next rumor comes out that Lindelof's movies cancel, it'll be like Lindelof, Lindelof. <laughs> yeah. <coughs> but yeah. anyways, um, so the, the rumor is, is that yet their film may be next. If that one doesn't happen. And the reason, um, that they wouldn't want it to be next is that they want to give them time to develop what that film will be and what the series can be. They may be ready to go on it, but if they have more time, they could plan out what the sequel and where it will go from there. And we won't have as much ambiguity um, moving forward. Now that's what they say. I think star Wars analysts are probably overstating how much time they've actually had to prepare for this. That Star Wars took a, a fucking hiatus, and it wasn't like they just checked out and stopped working there. They, they, there may have been some toil and some treading water for a time. I feel that they're probably way further ahead than we know. And another thing to also realize is that whenever Bespin Bulletin hears something, or I hear something, or the trades hear something, it's already happened. We oftentimes will hear what's going to happen, but that's always like, who knows if it's actually going to actually occur. Things change, all that kind of stuff. 99% of the time, what you hear is what has already happened. When something gets out and gets to you at that point, it could be days, it could be months, it could be almost a year sometimes. That's how old that information is sometimes. So, What do you think about like, you know, for a good year and a half or so, we were hearing about how they were shooting and or season one or two at the same time. You think people were just uncertain about the scale of what they were doing, you know, because like they built that big ass city. Plus they built mm. like they built a lot of stuff, you know, so it's like, do you think they just underestimated the scale of it? Well, they built a whole set called Titty City that they never used. And that's probably a, a big part of it. Uh, it was well, outside. Yeah, it was been big Marlowe. Yeah. Um, no, um, they, they, uh, yeah, no, I, I think it was, I think it was because things kept fluctuating between, between five, three and two seasons. There was all of that, like upheaval going on. And then I think when they, when we heard that it was 12 episodes, 
And it was like, that's a, that's a pretty large number for one of these shows. Everything that we had had up to that point had been max of eight episodes. So I think when we heard 12, we started to think maybe eight episodes was the season. And then there were, they were filming into season two. Excuse me. So that might be why, but, but that's just, that's just a guess still at the same time. I mean, it, it really could, it really could, could be any of that stuff. And it could also just be that it was complete bullshit too. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't put that past it as well, but all right. Well, I think we, I think we did it guys. I think we, we've, we've hit all of the, uh, the news and exhausted it all. I hope I didn't miss any more comments from Pevy because I was looking for him. Nah, he didn't. Don't worry. I got them. All I got right. them all personally instead. Yeah, Pevy. Come on, Pevy. You need to really, really, really need to lay into him harder. And Pevy, yeah. if you ever want to come hang out, open invite, obviously. Oh, no. If you, that. but if you didn't hear this live, if you didn't hear this live, I take it back. And um, also, your Indiana Jones take his shit. And I just want you to know. <laughs> before before we die, I want you to know. And then across the star starts playing. He is very protective over National Treasure. Yeah. That is, that is his baby. It's the only thing I watch on 4th of July. <laughs> you don't watch Born on the 4th of July? With, with no, I Cruise? watch National Treasure. You know, that's one of the few movies that actually play better if you just listen to it while you're doing something. Because right? they, they say everything they're doing. So if you hear them say it, you like, oh, I know what's going on now. Like, 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 That's what I did with Andor. Mainly because I was at work, but you know. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Poor Andor. Never never gets the attention he deserves. But um, all right, everyone. Hey, I just remember, too, I need to go pick up my kids from school. It's not even my day, but I'm doing it. No, they're not out for, for a little while, but I do. I, it turns out you got to put pants on. They don't, the, 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 the kids don't like it when you show up in shorts and slippers. They think, God, my dad's embarrassing. But uh, we'll be... Dude robe. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. Remember the other day when I got your joke five days later? That was my dude yeah. moment. That was my dude moment. <laughs> Said he didn't like... like the, what was that? What was that? The, uh, the, the Eagles? Yeah. <laughs> I was you like, finally got it. I was like, wait later. a minute. I know hey. what he was saying. I almost that was almost the the uh, brick wall, but behind Nick today, uh, you know, I would have been driving. <laughs> my car, like, oh, the brick wall! Now I get it. <laughs> Timing, <laughs> perfect. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> all right, everyone. Thank you for hanging out with us. Th- thank you for for stopping by, Nick. You're, you're all you're no all to, to, to come and hang out with us. We always like having you around. And um, me and Rob will be back tomorrow. At 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, talking about Indiana Jones, Willow, Star Wars, your mama's big old bald head, all that shit. And and uh, make sure you, uh, if you're a po- like the show, it's a podcast now as well, so you can get it on on um, Spotify, Apple, whatever the fuck you want. It's all it's on all it's on all that shit. So go ahead and uh, subscribe to that if you want to want to listen to the show, and that's a better way than watching the show. Also, Spotify has the video too. So if Spotify is your preference. It's there. Um, and uh, if you want to support the show, you can become a Patreon supporter if you're a podcast person. But if you want to participate in the show, becoming a channel member on YouTube is the, the best way because then I, I see your 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 chats as the show goes on, and that that's helpful. But we'll be back uh, tomorrow. And uh, we also, by the way, we had a Bob Iger segment today, and I didn't do it, so I'm going to do it. 
the end of the show. Come on, let's go. Hey! It's the end of the show. Come on, let's go. Hey! It's the end of the show. Come on, let's go. Hey! No, you should go. Come on, let's go. It's not about spaceships.